together growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 1 verses 57 to 66. The time came for Elizabeth to be delivered, and she gave birth to a son. And her neighbors and kinsfolk heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they would have named him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, Not so. He shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your kindred is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he will have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet. And he wrote, His name is John. And they all marveled, and immediately his mouth was opened, and his tongue loosed. And he spoke, blessing God, and fear came on all their neighbors, and all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. It's a beautiful reading. Elizabeth gives birth to a son. This is quite powerful. She does not just give birth to a child, but to a son. She has been barren. And it's always interesting to to understand the culture around which these books were written. As a woman, she's a nobody. Yes, she's married. She has a a husband to speak on her behalf. But should the husband die, no one speaks on her behalf. And so getting a son gave her the assurance, the security, That even if my husband is dead, I still have someone who can stand in the council before the law and speaks on my behalf. So when John is born, not only does the Lord take away the shame of being barren, but the Lord reinstall the security of a son, a continuation of a name. He's born on the eighth day when they were preparing for the circumcision. The neighbors, the family, the friends come together to give thanks to God. And to congratulate Elizabeth. 
I love that concept. I love the concept that they, they know the story. They know the suffering. They know the barrenness. But now they also know the blessing. They know what God is doing. They know what God has achieved and accomplished in Elizabeth. That's something powerful. That's something beautiful. That's something worth celebrating. But then, when the child is about to be named, they all presume his name to be Zachariah. They all presumed he shall be named by his father's name. And Elizabeth says, no. He's different. He's unique. He's not like his father. He is his own person. And how many of us Thing like that. That I'm unique. I am my own person. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. There's something that the Lord wants to do and he has chosen to do it through me. How many of us believe that? How many of us cherish that dream that God has a bigger plan? That God is doing something uniquely powerful and beautiful in our lives. That we need to accept God and the unique gift he is doing in our lives, the unique gift he is doing through us. Now, they want to push the idea to Elizabeth and want to force her to name him Zachariah. But she insists. She stands her ground. And there's something powerful about that. She stands her ground. For her, no. That's not the plan. You know, a great number of us, we know what's right. We know what we must do. We know what is expected of us. But we lack the courage. Often I say, a pack of sheep led by a lion will kill a pride of lions led by a sheep. So we lack courage. We know what must be done. Go back to that beautiful prayer, the serenity prayer. Lord, grant me the ability to change the things that I must change. To accept the things that I cannot change and to pray for the courage to know the difference. 
And so Elizabeth is able to say, that's not the plan. That's not what God had asked of me. And this is not what I'm going to do. How many of us have aborted the plan of God out of fear? Because we wanted to remain relevant. Because we wanted to be accepted by people. And we ended up doing things that deep down we knew we were against because we just were afraid. Afraid to speak up. Afraid to stand for the truth. And so I find in Elizabeth something uniquely powerful. The ability to say no. Then they they want to force her by talking to Zechariah. This is quite interesting. They can't get away. They can't get their views. And so they want to go to someone else. I'm amazed and I'm humbled by what Zechariah does. He stands his ground. He supports his wife. He supports the plan of God. Everybody says, but the child must be named after you. And he says, no. The benefit must always be you. No. The glory must come to you. No. Now, many of us are able to do that. How many of us are able to say, no, it's not for me. It's not mine. It's not about me. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless us, to guide us, but above all, to lead us to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.